story is animal news. So, the Huffington Post reports, auto theft suspect arrested with monkey clinging to his shirt. (laughs) I'll give you three guesses where this happened. Florida? Yep. (laughs) Yes. So, so, deputies in Pasco County, Florida, arrested Cody Blake Hessian on Friday after he allegedly drove a stolen car into a ditch. But he had an accomplice, a capuchin monkey clinging to his pink polo shirt. I'm glad they included the color of the polo right? shirt. I was wondering. <laughs> just kidding. I was not. Anyway. Of okay, course. Like... <laughs> it was, his name's Cody. Of course he's wearing a pink polo shirt. Um, <laughs> the monkey's name was Monk, which is fine. Monk? It's not okay. terribly original, but... Um, and the owner said he was three years old and that he'd had the monkey since the monkey was three days old. So he's had him for a little while. Um, he said that the animal came from a breeder in South Carolina and that there's no licensing or permitting required in that state. So that was his excuse. (laughs) Um, but apparently he didn't have an exotic animal permit for the monkey in Florida, which is a thing. So fish and wildlife took the animal into custody and dropped him off at a nearby primate sanctuary where they can like, you know, actually take care of him. Because monkeys aren't pets. Um, so he has been charged with auto theft, um, which is a felony. He remains in jail bo- <laughs> with a $5,000 bond, and he could face additional charges for not having the exotic animal permit. So not a great day for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't even know what to say to that story. <laughs> yeah, they... Just the... the I, I just... I'm the glad the... pets the, that people... Or that, no, what I meant to say was... The animals that people think they can keep as pets. It always amazes me. Yeah. Like, we got we got some good ones. We got cats. We got dogs. Like, what else What else could you really need? We got birds. Birds, yeah. are, birds are really loud. But Fish. Fish. Yeah, that's a nice, easy one. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I guess as far as, like, Grand Theft Auto goes, like, a monkey's a pretty, it's, like, a better accomplice because, like, it, you, you can hold on to stuff. I don't know. <laughs> So I'm, try- I'm trying to justify his choice. I noticed, I noticed that they listed the monkey as an accomplice, and I'm now imagining like the monkey actually taking an active part in the theft of the car. Like he trains the monkey to like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot funnier to Jimmy think like the the guy was actually in the passenger seat and the monkey was driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, no, the no. Monkey, quick, the get, monkey, in the, get, the in the, get in the driver's seat. The monkey has a hat and a cigarette for some reason. <laughs> And Don't it's smoke, in the drivers monkey. of the driver of the car in the driver's seat. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad that the monkey will be taken care of. Yeah, and I'm glad the now. monkey's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy stole the car, yeah. so I I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of sympathy great, for He's for not Cody. in a great like life situation and he probably shouldn't have probably shouldn't have a monkey. Uh, a high maintenance pet. And definitely shouldn't have a monkey. That's or what a, I'm going to say. And he, and he also shouldn't have a stolen car. Correct. Because that's a crime. For that was <laughs> yes. So yes. is having the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's. Just... There were two crimes committed here. Count them. You won't. Um, so that was animal news. Woot. <laughs> Anthony. Yeah. My first story is also animal news. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Okay. 
The headline, oh, this is reported by NPR, and the headline is, Man kills snake, snake tries to kill him back. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> this story has a semi-biblical tone. I like how it started out. Somewhere. A man and a woman together in a garden come across a serpent. The serpent, the serpent awakens them to their own mortality, and their lives are changed forever. This is the way the story is written. Wow. <laughs> But, then I go, but that's where the similarities end, because in this story, the man grabbed a shovel to decapitate the snake, <laughs> a four-foot-long western diamondback rattlesnake, after Ooh. it spooked his wife. When he went to pick up the severed head, it sank its fangs into him and released a near-deadly dose of venom. Oh, my gosh. After it was beheaded. Whoa. It's insane. That's kind of cool. Like, it's cool that snakes do that, but it was like, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah. um, okay, so then... <laughs> I just, I'm going to have a photo that I'm going to show you that you're going to love. But let me just, <laughs> they interviewed this uh, expert um, who said, da, 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 a, a severed viper head certainly can deliver a dangerous bite, as can the unsecured head of a recently, quote, killed snake. Harry Green, a herpetologist and professor of ecology and evolutionary biology at Cornell University, told NPR. And he says, when I pick up road-killed rattlesnake to preserve as a museum specimen, for example... I always lay something heavy across the neck while I'm in- injecting formalin into the body to ensure that the head does not snap around and get me. He oh said. Oh my god! Wow. And then, and then it says to get a sense of Green's tone. It is important to note that his email signature includes a self-made meme with a picture of himself coaxing a rattlesnake into a long, clear tube, and the phrase "Yeah, sure, I'd rather be in a faculty meeting." <laughs> And this is his, in his email signature. <laughs> I was like reading this. I'm just like, who is this guy? Uh, anyway, yeah, so they interview him. They go on to say just some things about that when a, when a rattlesnake dies, basically the venom is still there. Yeah. And so if you come in contact with the things, it can still like auto inject into you. But I don't know how this one ended up actually like it like snapped around or something and like bit the guy. It's really That's weird. Crazy. I mean, I guess the brain is still like in that bit. So maybe there was enough. Yeah, maybe. Brain juice. <laughs> <laughs> There's still some brain juice in there. <laughs> still some brain but, juice in this there snake. But uh, yeah, he, he survived. They were able to get him to the hospital in time and he's okay, but just crazy. Yeah, that is. So um, my dad is really into snakes. And really? I, don't, I don't know if you knew this, but I grew up like we had like multiple snakes that we kept as pets. I think you did tell me that one mm-hmm. time. We had we at one point yeah. we had a six foot long boa constrictor named Lucy. She was a gentle Sweet. giant. She was really cool. Um, now we have a, I think, similarly long uh, Vietnamese blue beauty named uh, Sarah, who is nice. beautiful, as the name implies. Um, so, my, yeah, but my dad's always been really into snakes. He's been bitten by rattlesnakes more than once. Oh my gosh. Because, yeah. Because he goes and tries to catch them. Like it's his own fault, <laughs> but, uh, uh, he's fine. Obviously okay. he's, he's still kicking. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so that sounds, that sounds surprisingly relatable. He's never tried to kill one. He's like, he doesn't like to do that. Um, though it is, I get it with this in this case, cause it was a rattlesnake and it was in a living area. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Yeah. He tries to catch them just to get pictures of them, like that kind of thing. And that's <laughs> that's why he's gotten bitten. So not too much. <laughs> you can't sympathize for him too much, but <laughs> well, it's this, okay. As, as all of this he sounded know, very as familiar. As long as he knows, <laughs> he knows what he's getting into. You know, and he knows that like if something happens, what to do. Obviously, so like yeah, yeah. 
I think yeah. I think when it's most dangerous when you're like in the middle of nowhere and you're like not expecting it, all of a sudden something happens and then like oh sure, that's when people run into trouble usually, right? Yeah, but if you're in the middle of nowhere and you find one, like just stay away from it. They're more scared of us than they are yeah. than you are of them. So I'm a, I'm a PSA I, from your friends and Nick News. If you find a rattlesnake, stay away from it. I'm a snake sympathizer, so. But uh, yeah, yeah, so. That that's my that's new story. wild though. Even yeah, even though my dad like knows all this stuff about snakes, I uh, did not know that they could <laughs> bite you after they've been beheaded. Scary. Crazy. Okay, my next story is food news. But uh, question mark at the end of that will be obvious in a second. So okay. CBS reports Domino's is fixing roads in a move to quote save pizza. What? Uh, Domino's is helping to fund road repairs in four towns around the U.S. and is asking for suggestions of other places where they can repair the roads. Um, This is a quote from their website. Potholes, racks, and bumps can cause irreversible damage to your pizza during the drive home. (laughs) And to illustrate the point, the site includes visuals of what happens to a pizza while traveling in a vehicle that (laughs) hits a pothole. So basically, they're going to different communities um, and uh, in repairing the holes because they, they are, they're trying to save your pizza from getting damaged. The marketing campaign is called Paving for Pizza. And some, the good, they're good names in this episode, but like not super creative. <laughs> um, but they've, I think so far, have repaired five potholes in Burbank, California, eight in Bartonville, Texas, 40 in Milford, Delaware, and 150 in Athens, Georgia. Wow. So beyond damaging the roads, they're also uh, putting their logo and the tagline, oh, yes, we did, on every, on every filled pothole in, like, spray paint. What? <laughs> Wait, they're spray painting it onto the street? So not only are they repairing them, but they're also advertising. <laughs> uh and just so nobody, okay. and just so nobody thinks that we're advertising for them, uh, the pizza chain might also be looking for some positive publicity because they had a health inspection last month in Tennessee, where officials discovered rodent droppings on trays of pizza dough uh, uh, at a Domino's in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. Um, no. So a spokesperson said it's an extremely isolated incident confined to a single store, but just so people don't think we're uh, shilling Domino's here. I- <laughs> So got, got both sides of the story. My immediate reaction when you started describing this was like, okay, what are they trying to make up for? Like, <laughs> that was my immediate reaction. Like, hmm, they must be losing market share in pizza. And someone came up with actually a, a really creative I thought so. idea. Nobody's going to complain really about potholes getting no, filled, right? I, I actually think that's really cool. And they're like doing community service and advertising. Like, that's awesome, yeah. actually. Um but there's no way that they just did that just because it's because they feel like they need oh, to like for sure like yeah inc- no company that size does the, things just to do things yeah so <laughs> that's that's really cool <laughs> no you're right just it like, is I want I want them to do that cool. in, Cle- in uh, Cleveland yeah that would be pretty nice they're probably yeah. they're probably avoiding the the Midwest though just because all of our roads it's are really terrible. bad here <laughs> it's really bad here. <laughs> Hey, if you work for a government in the Midwest, uh, repair the potholes. Thank yeah, you. Repair the, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. Or, or else we'll have to get Papa John's to do it or something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was food news. <laughs> that's, 
my my next story is a random local news story that is also about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of parallels this episode. Yeah, this is the closest we've ever come to having the same story. Yes, yes. Um, So this is reported by CBC News from uh, in Canada. This happened in Canada. Uh, The headline is, Hangry Customer Dials 911 to Report a Late Pizza. Oh, boy. A 32-year-old woman dialed 911 at about 9 p.m. this past Monday to report her pizza wasn't ready when she showed up at a restaurant to pick it up. When police arrived, they said the woman and her 10-year-old son were waiting in their car to file their complaint. (laughs) Officers educated her on the proper use of the 911 system. Was it not Uh, that? uh, It says, for a life-threatening situation or imminent danger or crime that's in progress, that's when you call 911. (laughs) Sergeant uh, Josh Kingsley reminded residents... (laughs) There was no evidence to, there was no evidence to suggest the woman had been drinking, police said. She is not facing any charges. And then it and then it ends with there was no word on whether the woman eventually got her pizza. <laughs> oh man, what a cliffhanger. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then my I was like, wow. Maybe there's just not a lot of emergencies in that area and people don't really use 911 very much there and it leads I mean, to people I, doing <laughs> stupid things like this. Like, I, I guess know. it's not something you're explicitly taught in school, but you... I was taught that in school. Oh, were you? Yeah, I, I think I don't so. Re- I mean, maybe I was, but I just, I don't know. I thought it was something you kind of picked up and maybe this, this woman just never picked that up or maybe this really just to her was such an emergency. Maybe she thought the pizza had been stolen. Maybe. The world may never know. <laughs> the world probably won't ever know. <laughs> <laughs> the world will never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the last story that I brought today is entertainment news. Uh, the AV Club. Oh, and I should say ahead of time. the uh, This is going to sound like it has spoilers, but it doesn't. So don't panic when you hear the headline. Okay. Um, the AV Club reports that uh, Game, and Th- Game of Thrones uh, season eight scripts self-destruct after filming. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? I love Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, don't so worry. There's no They're spoilers. all digital? So yeah, that's actually... So the producers of Game of Thrones are going to some pretty extreme lengths to protect their final season. Um, the actors on the show have only been, spe- been given special digital copies of the scripts that disappear immediately after they film the scenes. Wow. So that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Um, so this is, uh, this is in light of the fact that uh, Game of Thrones is historically like often spoiled, often yeah. uh, stolen. Um, and every single season is pretty much inevitably accompanied by a lengthy discussion about spoilers, what's a spoiler. And um, so they're just trying to avoid anything leaking out ahead of time. And uh, something else I thought was really interesting in this article they cited a couple of other uh, studios that have other techniques for protecting scripts from people hmm. apparently disney prints all of its uh, new uh, star wars scripts on dark red paper which is apparently impossible to photocopy there's something about that color Whoa. i guess um and during the filming of captain america civil war 
they required all scripts to be shredded at the end of the day. <laughs> so that that's a little more uh, straightforward. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just thought that was really interesting. Wow. Um, huh. And Game of Thrones is still the most illegally downloaded show on television. <laughs> so yeah. Good thing they've won a lot of other awards because that's probably one they don't want. And um, yeah, probably. Yeah, they've had to deal with hackers leaking like entire episodes. Well, I do. I remember early. that happened last season. Yeah. Last season. For that multiple happened. episodes. Yeah. Quite and a few I was times. like, Oh, that's like, I don't know. It, it's, I mean, I didn't see anything ahead yeah, of time, but either. just the knowing it was out there was a little bit like, Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Luckily people were pretty good about like sites were good about not reporting mm-hmm. on them or anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. that happens. So I saw game of Thrones and I just had to include it because I love that show. And, I'm really excited. We love Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think that's that's next next year, it's right? Next year, yeah. It's the last season. Mm-hmm. But apparently, and this isn't in the story, or, but uh, HBO's picked up a pilot for a, a Game of Thrones prequel. Um, yes. <laughs> so, and then it's set like, I think it said like a thousand years before. So it's like, oh, okay. Way, way before. before. So probably won't in- include like any of the same characters except for like some of the ones that live a long time. That's interesting because I was thinking they might do a prequel about the like the war that happened right before yeah. this story. I wouldn't be but... surprised if we see something like that down the line. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see I guess... HBO getting giving up on Game of Thrones just because no like, way. this season's coming no to way. or this series yeah, is coming I, to like The only thing about that would just be that people know how it ends, kind of. Right. There's no yeah, suspense that's true. there. I mean, I think it still would be enjoying to watch like the whole process and the how things unfold. And, and I'm the sure they'd introduce plenty of characters that like will get killed. So. Right, right, right. No, um, I... not Game of Thrones, but did you hear that, um, um, Netflix is going to make a show that's like Lord of the Rings, but Game yes. of Thrones style? I did see that. And it's, yeah, apparently they've got like a lot of it ordered too. Like, oh yeah. I think, I think they already said like five seasons or something. Oh, like, sweet. So it's <laughs> I'm so long. excited for that too. Or was it five episodes? Season sounds more yeah, right. Or it was like five long episodes. I don't know. Five something. I okay. remember the number five. Well, they might decide to do it like, like ninety minute episodes or something. Right. It like could that. be like a mini series more yeah. than like a than a show. But the yeah, I'm I'm excited for that too. I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Uh, that was entertainment news. All right. Well, my third story is another random local news story, uh, and this one's reported by the Huffington Post. And this one actually happened in Ohio. <laughs> Um, and the headline is, Driver Pulls Off Bizarre Backward Stunt Through More Than a Mile of Traffic. Did you see this? I did not. Okay. It's crazy. Okay. Uh, a motorist in Ohio backed out of a traffic jam on a highway, then kept backing up. Footage shows, th- there's footage of this, shows the driver reversing up an on-ramp the wrong way, <laughs> going in reverse to, uh, the whole time, then onto local roads, still going in reverse. Instead of turning around, the motorist continued to drive backwards through traffic down at least two other roads and into a parking lot. Okay, so you like watch this video, what? and it's like there's it's like a highway, and there's just like it's like a traffic jam. Yeah, and someone is like at the on ramp in the traffic jam, and they just like reverse out of the traffic and just reverse up the on ramp and down like a busy street into a parking lot. <laughs> it's insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, they don't know why the person was doing that. So, and they don't know who it is. I don't think, but they they say it could have been because of a transmission problem. Like maybe something got stuck. Oh, in reverse. So they were like, oh, okay. But 
That would explain Ohio- it more. Cause like I could get, I could get backing out of the on-ramp, but continuing until you yeah, find but then a they parking continue. spot. Exactly. Like- it's like the, the Ohio department of transportation commented on this, that like, if something like that, a problem occurs with your car, you should just back it off the, or like get it off the road and call for help. Don't like try to like drive backwards or something. Right. Cra- like don't, start doing some crazy driving if something's wrong with your car, like to get off the road and call for help. Basically <laughs> this were, person, like, were they like, were they swerving crazy. though? Or did they No. Do, oh, so they like, no, it looked like, like, no, like they actually, honestly, like they made it fine. Like they, they it looked like huh. they were like a pro at driving backwards. Like that's why well, I don't want to like. like, I'm bring up my dad for a second time in this episode, <laughs> but, uh, he used to drive a snowplow. And oh. apparently when you drive a snowplow, you get really, really good at driving backwards. So I could see that. Like there, I think there are just some professions where that is like something that you are really good at. Okay. So. So to the local detectives <laughs> working on this case, <laughs> <laughs> consider checking out. Cross that reference have, your list of suspects uh, with people with, who have driven snowplows. Yes. <laughs> which is and Ohio, be so there could no, be. It's going to be a lot. There's going to be most of yeah, them probably. Probably, I know a lot of people that know how to dri- or have driven a snowplow. <laughs> But yeah, so I would recommend, well, we'll post the link to it, but yeah. wa- I would recommend watching the footage because it's pretty crazy. Like it kind of looks like, it almost looks like you're watching like a video in reverse because that's how good the driver is driving backwards. But then you realize it's like all the other traffic is going normally in this one <laughs> car. It's like, it's very bizarre. That's fun. So don't do that. Don't, yeah, that, another, that's incredibly dangerous. Another PSA <laughs> from your friends at Knickknack News. Don't, don't drive backwards for extended periods of time. We shouldn't have to say really, this, people. Really, don't drive backwards ever in traffic unless you are, like, accidentally in a... In a you somehow end up in an intersection, you're going to get hit or something, you back up. Yeah. It's, like, the only time... Right. What are you doing, even, people? Yeah, if you end up what there, you, you did something wrong already. So, uh, yeah. Right. We better not see this again, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if we see another we told, story of us... <laughs> we will turn this podcast around. <laughs> or just drive it in reverse for uh, a really long time. Yeah. Wait, is it time? It's time. <laughs> it's time for breaking news. The part of the show where we look up random news stories that just got posted today or just happened today. And then we read them to you. Go. Go. So the story that I found is on Engadget. Um, okay. Mars Opportunity Rover is in danger of dying from a dust storm. Oh, no. So... Yeah, apparently the uh, Mars Opportunity rover is caught in a dust storm right now, and it's it's hunkering down, uh, trying to, uh, I mean, survive in robot terms. Um, it uses solar panels for its power, so that's why a dust storm is so dangerous because it could um, end up knocking out its knocking down its power levels and batteries. Oh. Um, I'm reading this now. I'm realizing it's kind of sad. I mean, it's a robot, but still. <laughs> Um, oh, it's, 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 it's sad. It's, yeah, right now it's in minimal operations mode because of its low power levels, but it was able to, like, transmit an in, transmit something back to Earth on uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's got enough power to do that at least. Um, so the main concern apparently isn't, isn't the dust storm itself. It has to keep heaters operational while it has a minimum amount of power in the batteries. Um so, like, if it doesn't get enough power to heat itself up, then it could get too cold at night, and then oh, that would be, and it would that damage would be bad. the electronics um, inside of it. 
Yeah. If it gets too cold. Yeah. So apparently he doesn't do well in chilly weather. Chilly weather. And mm-hmm. um, so apparently, uh, I keep saying apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just learning. I'm learning right now. Um, <laughs> but it, he's a hardy little rover, to quote the article. He has, I don't know why I'm giving, I'm, I'm making it a he, but uh, <laughs> it's lasted for 15 years, even though it was only supposed to last for 90 days, <laughs> like in its original mission. So the fact that oh, it's still around. I did not know it was only 90 days. Yeah, That's I didn't awesome. either. I just got to that part of the article. Uh, <laughs> this is breaking for me too. Um, so he's, it, it is doing very well. <laughs> You can call it he. It's well, okay. they, they name it Oppie, and like Oppie Aww. sounds, I don't know, it's a sounds, it's a, it's a cute name for a robot, a robot. Um, but they're ho- they're hoping he'll he'll. <laughs> it's just I it can't not. They're hoping it will be fine <laughs> for a long time, uh, since it it has proven to do so well for so long. I hope so too. Yeah, we're uh, we're thinking of you, Oppie. We're, th- we're thinking of you. Not that it matters because you're a robot. Well, but then we'll have to make another one. And send it yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Getting it up there is really so, expensive. If that one could just be good, that would be that's, easier. That'd be ideal for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I found a story on ScienceNews.org. <laughs> uh, a new AI can focus on one voice in a crowd. Hmm. Much like someone listening to a conversation at a crowded party, a new artificial intelligence can tune out background noise in videos to hear what a particular person on screen is saying. Spooky. Humans are naturally good at focusing on specific voices amidst the din, a phenomenon known as the cocktail party effect. But until now, (laughs) programs designed to listen for specific speakers and noisy audio tracks have struggled to mimic human selective mental muting. The new AI is designed to use both audio and visual cues such as mouth movements, to separate sounds produced by different speakers and videos. Huh. Wow. Uh, Researchers at Google tested their AI on on cocktail party-like video clips that featured two or three people talking over each other with various levels of background noise. And by watching and listening to the videos, the new AI could distinguish which sounds were coming from each speaker much more accurately than a similar algorithm that simply listens to the audio. So it was like using the visual so and it was, actually, the it was like reading lips and stuff too. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. That's that's spooky though. Like you said that, and I can't think of a single good use for that. That's not spying. <laughs> well, okay. So it says that one of the uses for this could be to caption videos more accurate, more accurately than current oh. transcription systems. Okay, that's that's nice. Um, a future faster version of the program could filter background noise from live video feeds to help people hear each other more clearly during teleconferences. Okay. Okay. So there are, yeah, basically like using AI to like filter out background noise and like focus in on like what you actually want to hear. That's kind of what it sounds like they're thinking of using this for. Okay. So there are, there are some non evil uses. Yeah. It just sounds super evil. I know. I kind of thought that when I first I was like, <laughs> oh, so they're going to like have this video footage and like spy on like a, I think they're talking about like if your face is like clearly like in the camera and there's like oh, okay. noise, it can increase the sound quality. That's kind of what it seems like. I don't think it's as okay. so fancy, not, not futuristic, so sinister. scary, sinister as it might sound at the first impression. I don't but. know. I'm still skeptical. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I love AI stuff. Yeah. But I also understand 
sometimes when it gets a little bit like, uh, uh, super fascinating. <laughs> this might be misused. Just a little bit, just a little spooky. Yes. Yeah. Just I'll a, give I'm, it a that. Wee, I'm a wee bit spooked. A wee bit. A wee bit. Only a wee bit? Only a wee bit spooked. Okay. Well, that was our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, tune in next week. Uh, we release our episodes every Friday. Yeah, you can uh, subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at, at News and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash News. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the video description. Yes, they will. Woo! All right, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.